The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of Turnbuckle Talk in partnership with TheChairShot.com, presented by the Hitting the Marks Podcast Network and in association with NDPW.com. Turnbuckle Talk is sponsored by CollarAndElbowBrand.com, where you get 10% off when using promo code JKPODCAST. Turnbuckle Talk is also partnered with Phoenix at FNXFit.com, where you get 15% off all your health supplements simply by using promo code TBTALKPOD. Follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching at TV Talk Pod. Listen on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you catch your favorite programs. And now, pro wrestling fanatics, are you ready? Here are your hosts, Mighty Joe Boren and Carl Carafel. Welcome, everybody. My name is Carl Carafel, alongside Mighty Joe Morin. As always, an amazing introduction from our friend Rick Vickery. Thank you to Rick for that, and welcome, everybody, to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah, absolutely, Carl. We're leading into WrestleMania week slash weekend slash craziness in the world of professional wrestling. There's uh, typically a lot going on during uh, the span of this week when it comes to not only WWE and WrestleMania, but just um, maybe not so much this year given what's going on, but a lot typically a lot of promotions uh, like to capitalize on the attention that pro wrestling gets during this time period. So there's usually a lot going on. But before we get into that, just kind of uh, a discussion. How are things going, man? It's uh, It's been a week since we've talked. It's been two weeks since we talked. That's right. Uh, That's work right. has been busy, so I have had to uh, pick up some extra slack, so to speak, when it comes to my gimmick day job. And uh, yeah, so it's been two weeks since I have been on Turnbuckle Talk, and man, did I miss it last week. <laughs> For sure, man. You know, here, just uh, spending this last uh, week or so, you know, waiting for a negative COVID result. I had to go get tested again uh, due to unforeseen circumstances. And, you know, that's always fun waiting for that. But, you know, during the time, I used it productively to, you know, do some research for podcasting, watching wrestling, playing a little bit of Retromania on the old Switch here at home, which has been uh, uh, fun, uh, you know, despite, uh, you know, not being able to kind of go out and essentially having to kind of quarantine a little bit while I wait for these results. But I'm negative. I'm good to go. Good to go back to my Mark uh, job and then uh, to keep going with the uh, uh, usual business here. So uh, nice to finally get through that. It, it sucks waiting for uh, for test results. They actually had, because they were so backed up where I was at, they actually had to outsource the testing to the Sick, Kid Ho- Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto, uh, which is pretty crazy. Wow. That's how many people are getting tested right now. So, Wow, unbelievable. I don't want to get into a whole COVID rant, but <laughs> I guess over the last, yeah. uh, what is it, the last four days, there's been 6,000 cases or yeah. something like that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's, <sighs> yeah. 
that, that's a whole different discussion discussion for a whole different time and on a different podcast. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I digress on that, Carl. Let's get into some pro wrestling discussion here. Let's kick off with actually there's an additional one to add on to this. Uh, you know, since I've actually come up with our run here for this week, but uh, we're looking at um, some more inductees into the Hall of Fame, specifically a couple of the Hop celebrity inductees here, Carl. Uh, we're looking at William Shatner and Ozzy Osbourne uh, going into the WWE Hall of Fame, the celebrity wing. Um, this now is, has, uh, first, has Ozzy officially been announced? Uh, as far as I know, that has been officially announced, to the, to the best of my knowledge. I have not seen the official announcement yet. Shatner, okay. yes. Yeah. But I haven't seen official about Ozzy yet. Well, we may be proven wrong, but uh, we'll see. As far as I know from multiple sources, it does seem to be uh, very much like he was already there recording something, apparently, because this is all being pre-taped okay. as well, right? So. Yes. Um, Interesting, too, um, as we kind of predicted, um, Davey Boy Smith Jr. looks like he did uh, induct his dad into the Hall of Fame. Like I said, this has already been pre-recorded. I get, yep. Hopefully, uh, his sister was uh, in on the uh, interview, which actually you can go over, uh, check with our friends over at Love Wrestling. Uh, Spencer actually did an interview with uh, uh, with her the other day, so some very cool stuff there. Make sure and check that out. But, uh, yeah, uh, Bill Shatner and uh, looks like Ozzy Osbourne going into the celebrity in the Hall of Fame. And uh, William Shatner, I'm... I'm you know, typically I'm not too stoked with these celebrity inductions, but I mean, putting a live microphone in front of William Shatner, that's going to be gold. Right. <laughs> I mean, who better? Right. Who better? Uh, of course, William Shatner is, is always fantastic on that microphone, no matter where he is, what he's doing, whether it's uh weird or what, uh, you know, or any other uh, television show that William Shatner has. The guy can talk. Yeah, for sure. And fellow Canadian, too, to boot, uh, just to, to add that in there. And then the other induction, um, the, this one was a little odd to me, I guess. But I mean, uh, this is something that can be always be up for debate, of course, is uh, with the Warrior Award, uh, they're putting Titus O'Neil in on that, which I thought was, uh, I mean, I get to a certain extent, but it, it does feel like a little bit of a stretch. Uh, like maybe we couldn't really find, you know, some other person. But uh, I, at the same time, I do get it. I do get it. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you get it because <laughs> yeah. uh, that guy does so much, mm -hmm. so much for different charities. Not just stuff that uh, WWE has him doing, but he does a lot just out on his own, uh, you know, with the blessing of the yeah. WWE to be able to go out and do all of that. So that guy has really given a lot back yeah. to a lot of different communities. So I... I totally get why they would have picked Titus O'Neil. For sure. You know, going into the, the, the Hall of Fame aspect of WrestleMania weekend, I mean, given uh, the list of what's going on, there's really only a couple that, like, genuinely interest me. And those two, of course, are the Burst Bulldogs induction and Jushin Thunder Liger. Uh, you know, given that uh, over the last year or so, I've really kind of delved into the New Japan aspect of professional wrestling. I'm really looking forward to seeing. And I'm wondering if it was done remotely or if they were actually able to get him um, there to, to actually record it. So uh, looking forward to seeing how that's going to be even executed. So uh, oh, yeah. really, it should be interesting. And for those people who don't know, you're looking at Tuesday mm -hmm. is when the WWE will be showing the Hall of Fame on the WWE Network, or for those of you in the United States, on uh, WWE Cock. Yeah. yeah. Peacock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's still a lot of um, unhappiness and backlash kind of going on with that. Uh, our American friends, um, a lot being censored um, on that network, and it's uh, unfortunate. I mean, at the same time, I do understand a little bit 
but I mean, it, it's, I mean, uh, and we're just getting started with it too. I mean, uh, we don't know exactly how much will be cut and you know, that, that's going to make people who have, you know, wrestling DVDs and VHS t- tapes, uh, it's going to make that stuff even more valuable because the, the demand for that's going to go up once this stuff kind of oh, disappears yeah. from the streaming service. Right. So, uh, we could be getting back into almost like the tape trader days, Carl. <laughs> We, we kind of might be, but I, I think what would probably happen is that we're going to see a whole bunch of uh, different websites pop up that mm. have collections of this stuff. So yeah. uh, if you're not happy with Weacock, then <laughs> uh, you're going to be able to go and find what you need or what you're looking for at these other different websites. And namely, um, Live Sex Celebration. With Edge and Lita. Oh yeah, that'll be good. Uh, to my understanding, it has not actually been cut out as of yet, but I'm guaranteeing you, Weacock will be removing it. Yeah, it's just a, a matter of time, and I'm really curious to see too here, Carl. How, because I mean, it's not going to be forever here. Um, to see how that trickles over into the to the Canadian uh, side of things and into our international friends as well. I mean. Um, yeah. I'm not exactly sure who NBC's partner would be in Canada, but uh, I mean, uh, it's just a matter of time because uh, WWE is going to want that across the board. Otherwise, we're going to have a lot of people that are just going to, you know, through VPNs and whatnot to kind of put themselves right. in other places to, so that they can have access to it. So, uh, I mean, there's always the workaround with that. And, and of, of course, oh, yeah. even worse than that, you know, illegal streams, which I don't even like talking right. about or, or, or promoting at all because I'm always going to be one to, to want to support uh, what's actually kind of going on. You know, whether it be, you know, buying into a streaming service or buying the physical media, which is um, going to come, like I said, is going to become more in demand and the cost of that stuff is going to go up. Uh, for through collectors eventually, yeah. So I, I I could be sitting on a gold mine here with my oh, yeah. uh, oh I got uh, <laughs> one two three four five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, six, seven, eight, nine, I maybe ninety to a hundred DVDs sitting over there right now. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I I I could be in the money. You'll be able. To, I could be in the money. I think you'll be Ooh. essentially able to kind of pick your name, your price there, and be like, "Oh, you want right. WrestleMania eighteen? Three hundred bucks." Right. Uh, that's, I'm not saying oh, that's going to be. Like, but, uh, but we shall oh, see. You want the Chris Benoit DVD? Ooh. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be even higher. Even oh, higher. Oh yes. All right, man. Well, you know, before we kind of uh, go through and kind of break down some of the actual matches here, another interesting thing that I wanted to kind of uh, delve into, um, I, I did find this through a couple sources, you know, fight, Fightful and a couple of these other places. And it's that this list is really, really interesting. What I'm talking about is the, the list of words that uh, in-ring talent, wrestlers, and other employees are just not allowed to use. This is Vince McMahon's no-no list. This is his naughty <laughs> list. This is use these use these words and you're going to be shunned uh, for right. uh, at the very least. So let's kind of go through these ones because some of them make sense. Some of them are just silly and some of them are just stupid in my opinion. But we'll kind of uh, go through. Um, Mr. Facebook user, uh, hello, sir. I'm assuming a sir. Uh, $2 million. Um, Okay. That's is that just for the Chris Benoit DVD? Yeah, that probably. I still have. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird I'll that that's it. that's weird that that's coming up Facebook user. I'm not sure what the deal yeah. is there. Um, but yeah, let's go through this list. I'll, I'll kind of blow through it, and then we can kind of touch on sure. some of the ones that we want to mention here. So starting at the top, um, these are actually in alphabetical order, believe it or not. Um, Babyface is the first one. Belt, blood, card, choke, curb stomp. Diva, DQ, 
Headshot, Heal, House Show, Kayfabe, Kill, Mofos, which I mean, that one's just kind of like a common sense one, sort of, and it goes in that category. Murder, again, another maybe common sense one. Uh, needs a push. The saying needs a push cannot be said. Spinal injuries, strangle, strap, the anti-diva to be over, um, to job or jobber, that rules out Mr. Barry Horowitz, sorry, sir, mm. uh, trauma, victim, violence or violent, wife beater, which is uh, kind of surprising, wrestling slash wrestlers, which is, I think, fits into the silly category, and of course, WWF. That's a pretty... Uh, Interesting list there, Carl, of, uh, of no-no words. <laughs> it definitely is. I mean, a few of them kind of have me scratching my head. Um, like, why Why can we not say uh, DQ? Yeah. Right? Like, does that mean we have to use the full word disqualification? Who knows, um, man? The anti-diva? The anti-diva, yeah. Like, that's that's Paige. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we are are we totally shunning Paige? Can Maybe. we not talk about any, you know, WrestleMania moments or matches that have happened yeah. with Paige and refer to it refer to her as the anti diva? Um, the one that really stands out to me, Carl, uh, the two words wrestling the, the and wrestlers, one. wrestling yeah. and wrestlers. Um, well, I mean, I've kind of said that before that it largely kind of feels like Vince doesn't care about the actual wrestling or aspect of the WWE anymore, and that would be kind of telling whether this is a no, no word. It just, you can't say wrestling or wrestlers. It just, it's to me that that's one that I have a hard time kind of wrapping my head around. Yeah. That was definitely the next two that I was going to be talking about. There is, is those two words that, um, like world wrestling entertainment, but yet we can't use the word wrestling or wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Um, so now that poses the question, is that included within like when they're talking about, right? Like how, how do you, how do you work around that? Because WrestleMania, (laughs) right? World wrestling entertainment, uh, the wrestling community, well, they really don't say the wrestling community, right? But like the universe, the wrestling, yeah, the universe, um, (laughs) Like, I just, I just don't get it. Most of that list is dumb, but Vince McMahon at his best. If that's the same Facebook user that put $2 million, put in who you are for us if you can, please. Or if you're, uh, if you're willing to do so. Um, Sure, it's coming up that way. Yeah, because... I don't know why it's coming up Facebook user. That's really weird. It really is. But yeah, like you had mentioned, maybe it's just, maybe you can't say the word wrestling just by itself. Like, it's what a great a, are we splitting hairs that much? Match. Are we splitting hairs that much at this point? Like just, right? wow. I mean, uh, and, and the WWF, I mean, to a certain extent, uh, I get that, you know, due to the, the World Wildlife Fund, you know, that they didn't want to, hey, Don, um, mystery solved. Um, yep. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the whole dispute with uh, the WWF, I mean, of course, if you go into Amazon or a lot of t-shirt places, you can get, you know, the pandas uh, chair shot right. and the other panda to make fun of that thing. I, I still want to get one of those shirts, by the way. Um, oh, wow. But yeah, wow. Uh, but some of the other stuff, I mean, just kayfabe and some of that stuff, I, I can understand to a certain extent, yeah. but the wrestling and wrestlers one is the one that kind of rubs me the wrong way. How are they going to, like... What a great entertainment match that we just witnessed. <laughs> right. Like, how do you get around that? 
It's a wrestling match. What a fantastic wrestling match we were given. (sighs) I've said said it before. I said it before that I I could very much see a day in this company to where Vince just hires actors and teaches them how to wrestle. Yeah. As weird as wacky as that sounds. Yeah. I can see it. I, oh God, <laughs> I can see it, man. Uh, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. But uh, yeah, it's uh, disheartening. Uh, as um, it is, um, as Don, <laughs> as it looks like Don is saying here again, why you're not really watching WWE? You're not really in the minority anymore. You know, people are. Here's the thing. I, I just I'll make this point very very clear because I do get criticized about this for and I just wanted to make my side of things very very clear. I am not hating, and I, I think I could speak for Carl uh, as well in this. We're not hating on the WWE just for the sake of hating. We're criticizing because we want them to be better. That's the yes. point here. We're criticizing because we want them to improve and to get better. We're not just hating and just shitting on the WWE because we're, we have a platform to do it on. We hold them to a higher standard. We hold wrestling to a higher standard, and we want them to improve, to get better, so that we can move on and have the WWE be that, that premier company. I mean, they, they still are just because they make a lot of money, but still, I mean, we want them to actually improve. That is the whole point of this conversation that we're having right now. It definitely is. Uh, I mean, everyone needs to needs to stand up and have that voice. Think of think of back in the times of the Attitude Era, where everyone was yelling and screaming at the top of their yeah. lungs for stuff that they wanted, stuff that they liked, stuff that they didn't like, and what came from that. the The people were listened to back then, and we need yeah. a resurgence of that again. You know how you can help. By sharing out programs like Turnbuckle Talk, by keeping up with us and and making sure that everyone knows, that everyone can hear and see and and be able to feel what we're feeling because we know there's other people out there that feel the same way. So if these other people are feeling that way as well, we need to band together as a wrestling. Yes, I use the band word of wrestling. We need to use that as a wrestling family and yeah. community to be able to come together to make a change if that's what you're willing to do and wanting to do for the world wrestling entertainment company now don't get me wrong there's a lot of other companies that are out there that you can get your professional wrestling oh, yeah. from but if you still want the wwe we need to come together and and make a stand yeah, because if we if we if we just pretend and just say oh, oh you know what the, the you know at least that they're trying or or just kind of uh, letting, letting things slide, you know we it, it's a tough thing because I, under, I understand you know they're running the company the way that they, they, they see fit, but there's 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 so many things that they're doing that are just clearly just not good and not in the best interest of, of their company, not in the best interest of the, their fans or investors, everybody across the board. It's just that there's so many foolish and silly things that, that they're kind of doing that, you know, we just, we need to, like, like, again, we're not just shitting on them. We're just criticizing because we want them to improve because most of us grew up with the WWE at one certain point in my wrestling fandom, WWE was, or WWF again, saying the no, no word, um, you know, that, I was inside that, literally inside that bubble. I mean, wrestling was WWF. And, you know, so again, you know, that's why 
we're, we're criticizing because we do still like the company, but we just, we want them to improve because it just isn't what it used to be. I mean, yeah. we're literally less than a week away from WrestleMania, Carl, and there are still a significant amount of tickets to be sold for the show. Uh, I, again, I understand we're in a COVID year, but I've said that before that I feel like that's a bit of an excuse when it comes to the building and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you said it. Um, but the, the, the days of, of that are just the cachet of WrestleMania isn't what it is used to be. We're going to, we're going to actually break down some of the matches here, but, uh, for the, I mean, I can't think of really a, a, a time in recent history, Carl, where WrestleMania hasn't sold out. You know, just, right. I mean, other than last year where we had, we had no crowd, but, uh, so that one we kind of just leave off the record, honestly, but, uh, up to, up to that point, I mean, typically WrestleMania is a sold out event. I mean, it's the Super Bowl of professional wrestling, or at least it's supposed to be. Right. So you're, you're right. It is supposed to be. I mean, I guess we can, we can kind of maybe go by, uh, by rate numbers, mm-hmm. um, for last year's WrestleMania, right. And, and kind of maybe compare that to, you know, the oh. previous three WrestleMania buy rates to kind of gauge and see maybe if it was a sold out event mm-hmm. type of situation there. But you're right. I mean, there is absolutely no allure to WrestleMania this yeah. year. Um, I get and I understand that they tried to really hype up a little bit of, uh, you know, hey, we're back. We can <clears throat> have WrestleMania. We can do this. We can have people in the stands. But it, it, it almost fell on deaf ears. Like yeah. there was really no hype to it at all. There was no real excitement um, there was, there was there for it. I, I, and it's, it, it, it's tough and it sucks to say, but I think that really if the WWE had, had given us a good high profile matchup at the time when they knew they could have fans mm-hmm. to get asses into those seats with one match, that's all you would have really needed because then everything else on top of that is going to be like, Ooh, I want, Ooh, I want to see that too. Ooh, I'm glad I got my ticket because yep. not only do I have this matchup that they, they told me about already and I'm super happy for, but I'm getting all this extra stuff too. And honestly, I think uh, what we're coming down to right now is a burnout yep. with professional wrestling, especially when you take a look at, WrestleMania week that they're really trying to stretch out as much as they possibly can throughout this entire week with the WWE right now. I mean, they're promoting, Oh, we've got raw. And then we're doing, you know, the hall of fame ceremony on Tuesday. We're doing NXT on Wednesday. We're doing NXT UK on Thursday with a reshowing of yeah. uh, the NXT pay takeover uh, pay-per-view on Thursday and then Friday we got Smackdown and then Saturday night one of Wrestlemania Sunday night two of Wrestlemania then back to Monday night again where we've got Raw and oh don't forget we've now switched (laughs) nights for NXT and NXT will now be on Tuesday's goodbye Wednesday night war thank you um yeah, I'm I'm pretty heated today. I'm sorry, guys. This <laughs> it's, a, is, uh... it's a cluster, man. It, it really, really is. And um, and, I, and again, just before we, I mean, we're not going to spend a whole lot, a lot of time talking about every single match. We're, we're going to try and blow through them as much as we can. But just like right off the hop, um, I, I can't remember if we mentioned this uh, last week when you were when you were here. But 
Dude, it, it's been a while since I've like genuinely just like looked at the WrestleMania card and be like, you know, if I miss the majority of this, I don't feel like I'm missing much. Right? It's sad. <laughs> right. It's really, really sad. It's uh, the, 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 the hype and the anticipation just isn't there. There's just no investment. Um, even with this first match here, Carl. Let's start off with uh, with night one here. Um, Sasha Banks versus the uh, the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble, Bianca Belair. Perfect example of what's going on here. The, the, this should have been, we should have gotten the ball rolling like right at the Rumble with this to, to build up the, this rivalry because it's, uh, this is actually one of the few matches that like, actually genuinely has me interested. But right, still, there isn't a whole lot of meat to the bone. And that's going to be a reoccurring factor as we kind of go through this card here. Uh, and even, the, dude, they, they had one. I had actually mentioned this, uh, I think, yesterday on uh, the uh, the Sunday Brunch with the Love Wrestling Guys. Dude, we, we had Brock Lesnar and we had Keith Lee in the ring together. There was there was potentially your, your WrestleMania marquee match, and we were just like, we just ignored it. Or, or, right. or wasn't able to set it up, or maybe the guys weren't available. I don't know what happened there, but I mean that that, that had marquee WrestleMania match written all over it, or, or at least like a co-main event. Um, or you know, if you could have done Brock and Bobby Lashley, I think that would have been interesting. But uh, you know, but um, yeah, Sasha and Bianca. I mean, I know they're going to put on a good, a good match, but there just isn't anything that oh, like it, it, it's it's so hard to put into words. I just said that there's so. And we mentioned before that the the buildup to to this WrestleMania just dude we didn't start until like a couple weeks ago, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, it's exactly painful. It's so painful talking about this company. It really, really is. I'm I, I'm gonna I'm gonna share it out once it comes out. I was on a uh, another podcast yesterday uh, with uh, some of our friends over at the Ahami Media Group, mm-hmm. and uh, when I get notification that it's been shared, I'm gonna share it out to our Facebook page and 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 so that everyone else can go in and Absolutely. watch this. Uh, but it was it was mentioned even on that show yesterday that uh, WrestleMania. Um, there's been absolutely nothing, no buildup, no anything to it on the fact that it's WrestleMania. And that's what they're kind of sitting back on going, hey, it's WrestleMania. So we don't really need to promote anything because it's WrestleMania. People are just going to buy it because Mm -hmm. it's WrestleMania. People are just going to watch it because it's WrestleMania. Well, unfortunately, no. For most of the credible professional wrestling fans we 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 have a little bit of a longer attention span than 30 seconds and we want to be able to have that that uh attention span shown out and 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 shown to us and and we want to be able to to see a build-up and have i remember back in the days when it was a year-long build-up to a feud ending at wrestlemania Dude, I've seen more this week about Will Ospreay winning the IWGB World Heavyweight Championship than I've seen about build-up to WrestleMania. Right? Uh, you know? Right? Exactly. Right? Uh, there, there's more hoopla around how, how that belt looks <laughs> than what we're doing leading up to WrestleMania. I mean, that had the internet uh, wrestling community just losing their mind. Oh, that belt looks like the Divas belt. People were talking about that when we should have been talking about the build to WrestleMania. But the fact of the matter is, folks, that the majority of us just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's, true. That's the harsh reality of it. It's true. 
right? So th- let's blow, blow through some of these matches here. Okay. So next up, we got Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. With a proper build, again, this is for the WWE. Dude, the, there's even a potential that this could be the kickoff match for the for night one. Are you freaking kidding me? We're going to get into that into our Showstopper segment, so stay tuned for that. But that could potentially, Drew, Drew almost kind of spilled the beans that that might be the curtain jerker match for the WWE Championship. Oh, my God, Carl. My head hurts already. Right. Yeah. Okay, move on. Let's move on to the next one. Oh, but wait, there's more. We have Damian Priest versus The Miz. Or no, sorry, that would actually be interesting. We have a musician, Bad Bunny versus The Miz. We literally have Damian Priest and John Morrison at ringside being trained monkeys. Yep. That is sad. Hey, look at my payday for WrestleMania. Just be cut in half. You took a guy who was a badass in Ring of Honor in Punishment Martinez and also in NXT to a certain extent. And now you have him being the lackey to a musician who's playing wrestler. Yep. 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 Bullshit. Bullshit. Next up, Carl. This one actually could have some potential. Right, New Day versus AJ and Omos. That that guy has an intimidating presence, and given the right training, could be something big. But again, there just hasn't been much kind of around this. It's just it's nope. another match that's there. Uh, another one that's just kind of there. Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. Well, we had to give Shane a spot somehow, so we we threw something together with Braun, and it's apparently in a steel cage, which I was not aware of until I looked at this card. Oh, um, really? Yeah, it's okay. going to be in a steel cage. Well, so you don't watch the programming? Lately, I do not. So yes, I do not. I, I, I get that. I understand that. Yes, but we're in the freaking days and era of social media. Why was this not hyped on social media that Braun Strowman? said, Shane McMahon, we can have a match, but it's going to be in a steel cage. Yeah. Like, next up, Carl, uh, this is actually, again, these are no necessarily in any particular order, um, Mm -hmm. but the the sixth match for for night one is Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Now, that is a match with, again, if it would have had a proper build, could have really, really been something. I mean, Cesaro is probably one of the most underutilized and most unappreciated wrestler on that roster. And, you know, Seth Rollins is Seth Rollins. I mean, he's, he's fantastic. Yeah. He's a bit of a spot monkey. But, I mean, uh, I mean, they could have potentially had a great match given a proper build. And that's yeah. it for night one. Um, and also, one thing that is a big standout for me, I haven't seen anything about an Andre the Giant Battle Royal as well. That uh, just seems like it's just not going to be. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some pre-show matches, but we don't know what those are yet. I've heard rumblings that uh, the Andre... The giant memorial battle royale yeah. will be held on SmackDown. Right after yeah. WrestleMania? No, no, no. Like before Friday night SmackDown. <sighs> before Saturday's day one WrestleMania. Andre. That's what I've been hearing. Andre is rolling over in his grave as we speak. I want zombie Andre to come out of the grave and go to Vince McMahon and just choke Mm. the ever-living shit out of him and go, what are you doing? Uh, We miss you, Andre. Um, And we wish you were around still just to to talk some sense into what's going on here. Night two. All right. So we've got Roman Reigns versus Edge. 
or at least we thought we did. But, you know, we had to overbook things and we had to, as much as I love Daniel Bryan, we, we they, they did what I was hoping they weren't going to do, Carl, as we made yep. it a triple threat. And the weirdest thing is that it's almost like all three of these guys are bad guys now. It's, right? it's really weird. Really weird. That, that that was exactly my thought as well. Weird. Are we having a, uh, you know, are we having really a... Oh, oh, wait, wait, heel versus heel versus heel. Oh, I just used band word three times. Um, is that what's happening right now? We're having like three heels. Uh, who's supposed to be the baby face in this? Oh, another band word. Sorry. Who's supposed to be the uh, good guy in this? And and who's who's actually the bad guy in this? It's, it's just confusing at this point unfortunately for me anyways and i actually still try to keep up and watch the weekly product yeah and it's confusing to me uh, but before we, we we can continue just like you had mentioned here carl i i don't watch a lot of the, the weekly programming but can you blame me honestly no. as somebody you know I'm, I'm sure if you watch every single week but i mean like it just it, it, it's not only not only do you know we have a lot to do, kind of in our own private lives and, and with work and whatnot, and then doing these podcasts. I mean, it's it's good to be busy doing that, but you know, to, yeah. to then try and lump together like hours of hours and hours of, of WWE program every every week when it, it doesn't get, get us anywhere and just it, it insults our intelligence, dude. I can go on and on. Um, you know, I I I watch other things. <laughs> I watch Ring of Honor. I watch New Japan, uh, AEW to a certain extent. Uh, NWA coming back again. I mean, uh, that's especially the NWA. I mean, that, that's wrestling that I can really kind of sink my teeth into uh, with this WWE stuff. I mean, just it, it's like you said, it hurts my head just thinking about some of this stuff here, Carl. It's so mind blowing that if you were to actually kind of just uh, look at this from, from a distance here and just look at the actual wrestlers that they have, they have probably like one of the most talented rosters of all time, but they just don't make proper use of it. And it's, and, and we just, we don't know how to have a good guy and a bad guy anymore and just have them facing right. off. again. We, we don't even know how to do that anymore. It's so, Ooh, like it's again, hurts my brain. Just thinking about it. Uh, right. So we got, we got Facebook user here. Uh, I'm assuming that's gone I'm still. Assuming. Um, I'm always yelling at the TV when watching raw. Yeah. Right. I mean, I totally get it. And, and I just, I just, I just want to, throw out this here to you so um i do try to watch as as much of the uh, main product as i possibly can mm-hmm. and I, I do so because i i kind of equate it to like going into a strip club um and you're sitting there in pervert's row and <laughs> you you see the the ugly ass woman come out and dance on stage and you're thinking you know what it it's it's got to get better it's got to get better. And then, you know, and even an even stankier woman comes out on the stage for the second set. And then you're like, mm, I, I swear, I swear I've been here before. Uh, and there have been some sexy ass women. Um, and then you just continue to sit there and sit there and sit there. And all these ugly ass women are coming out and, uh, you know, their their nipples are uh, have a belly button in between them. And then oh you're boy. sitting there going, hmm. I, I, I know there's something good in here. I know that there's something good that's going to happen. And, and, and you just sit there and you continue to stew in it because you're like, wait a second. They can't just give us all this bad. They mm-hmm. can't just give us all this bad. Right. And that's kind of where I'm at. 
our friend uh, uh, Ryan over here from uh, the the Average Marks uh, uh, podcast, which yep. I, I believe these guys are uh, set for a resurgence. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. Vince uh, saying that Vince is seventy five and he's losing his mental faculties. We've been saying that for years now. Uh, do you guys think that anyone has the balls to intervene? Literally anybody else can intervene at this point, and it would be better. It, yeah, I I agree. Um, Literally anybody. anybody. Anybody, you know, you know who I would love to intervene right now, Mark Calloway. Uh, I was hoping you were going to say Carl and Joe. Well, I mean, <laughs> I have barked up that tree so many times <laughs> and been shot down that I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Uh, but Mark, uh, the Undertaker, mm. like, how fantastic would it be for for that guy who has that much respect in the business from? Absolutely everybody, no matter what company you work for, you have respect for Mark. How cool would it be for Mark to take over and not take over, but to intervene and go, Vince, you're being an ass right now. No, Vince. Shut your face. (laughs) And no, exactly. No. We we need to. Uh, I've said this before, and, uh, and again, props to the guys over at the Hami Media Group. I think Ben has said this before: is that we need to have somebody in charge of the department of what the f to somebody to just go. These ideas come across the table, and we and we just have somebody go no. No, you can't do that. That's stupid. We're not going to do that. What? You want to pour dog food all over one of our top talents to try and make a point? No, we're not going to do that. That's stupid. Yep. Yeah, it's needed. Right, it's needed. We need it. Okay, let's blow through some more of these uh, matches while we still uh, while our heads are not totally exploded yet. Uh, Oscar versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship again. That's another one that, that, as somebody who's gotten into more of the uh, Japanese women's wrestlers, I get Oscar now. I know Carlson doesn't to a certain extent. Just fair enough. But I think Hervis' Rhea Ripley could potentially be a pretty cool women's wrestling match, but I just I don't know much about this. You know, I'm, I'm coming at this from somebody, uh, again, because I don't watch the weekly product. You know, there are a lot of people, like not even now, but like over a long period of time here, there are lots, there's a lot of people that only watch WrestleMania uh, yep. throughout the year. And so I'm coming at it from that viewpoint and I look at a match like this and I was like, Oh yeah, that, that looks cool. But I don't know anything about what's kind of going on. Right. right? So uh, Rhea Ripley, an, an awesome talent. Same with Oscar. I think that they could do well, but I just said it's, there's just no investment. Um, the fiend versus Randy Orton. That's one that's got some meat on its bones to a certain extent. It, yeah, it definitely does. I mean, this, uh, lots of people are shitting all over this. Um, but I mean, for me, this is, <laughs> you 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 know you. you nailed it, Javier. Thank you. You nailed it, brother. <laughs> um, this one here has actually like been a little bit more captivating, just yeah. uh, because of everything around it, right? Because of the feud that's been happening. Um, we understand, you know, Randy Orton was doing this thing with Edge at last year's WrestleMania, and then that kind of fizzled out. But then the Fiend came into the picture, and then we've been having this feud between the Fiend and and Bray Wyatt, and and the burning of the body, and then the resurrection of, uh, you know, Bray Wyatt, and this whole Alexa Bliss allure inside of that as well right like it's all just kind of come together and has actually kept me wanting a little bit of that uh right asking uh, do you think that too she will likely to a certain extent um and at least carl 
at least I, I was so afraid when I, I heard that the fiend was going to be coming back or Bray Wyatt was going to be coming back and that they were, that he was just going to come back and just look normal. At least they remembered that you literally burned him in a freaking wrestling ring. So you have him right. come back looking like a burned person. At least they remembered the long-term storyline because they are notorious for not. So that, that, that would have destroyed everything. If they would just come back and, Oh, I'm just, I'm Bray Wyatt. What? No, at least they didn't F that up. That's, That's one, right. One of the few mistakes they didn't make. To answer Ryan here, um, I think yes. Um, they needed to build on that a little bit more too, though. Yeah. But I think that really that was a uh, a Randy Orton thing going, hey, so we're, we're not going to go there. Don't go there and just leave it alone. And yeah. I, I will have a conversation with my wife and I need to figure this out and fix this with my wife because – it, that wasn't a gimmick. That no, was that felt a legit, pure yeah. shoot. Yeah. It definitely was. Yeah. Um, Orton's wife was pissed. Yeah. Kim was pissed over that situation. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah, I kinda I kinda get, but I think that they might try to throw a little bit of that into this match at right WrestleMania. We shall see. Uh, next up for the Intercontinental Championship, we have Big E, who I've always been a fan of. I've always loved Big E, and uh, thankfully he has a chance to kind of shine on his own here, uh, versus Apollo Crews, uh, which, I again, I've been very vocal that this new gimmick that he has, I, I just, I'm not a fan of it. I, I think it's very tone deaf, uh, given uh, modern day. Now, I know I've been told by, by several people that, oh, this is Apollo's idea. Still, though, we we had to look at this and think, you know, we're, we're okay. We're twenty first twenty first century in a pandemic environment. We can't have somebody going out being like a, you know, an African warlord. We we just we can't do that. <laughs> Modern day, just the, the optics optics of it and everything just terrible. Like it just it's like a, it's like got racism written all over it. I know some people are cool with it, but I have not digged it from like day one. Maybe maybe I need to I need to shave off this the sides here and uh, here let's let's see if we can if we can do this for a second and just uh... <laughs> okay so I I have German heritage in my background oh yeah um would that be okay probably should not I, should I throw out a Hitler stash probably and, not <laughs> uh, get back into the ring probably not yeah right probably not. Right. I, and I, I, I mean, I, I totally understand, you know, yeah. there's there's huge differences between what Hitler did and what happened during that time. No. And and just this African or Nigerian warlord, yeah. prince, whatever thing that they're trying to do with this. I, I get that there's huge differences. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But kind of the same premise. It's it's. It's kind of racist. It's got, dude, it's got Vince McMahon's stink all over it. Uh, <laughs> I, I know people are telling me that it, it was Apollo's idea, but it's got Vince written all over it. You know, that he's sitting at, you know, I can't remember who it was that said this on what program, but, you know, it, I think they were talking about AEW with this, but I think you know, this is fair with WWE too, especially when Vince is there. It was like, we don't have a gorilla position. We have a giggle position where they're, they're sitting there laughing at the stuff. Oh, that's good shit. They're going to find that funny. Dude, it's right? racist. <laughs> It's racist. It's, yeah. Oh, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we got two more to go through Ugh. here. Uh, this okay. is one that has had a person uh, thrown into it, which I was only aware of actually just now, but I did hear a little bit about it, but uh, we're looking at Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, which I mean, cool. I mean, not necessarily, you know, WrestleMania worthy, um, but Logan Paul is going to be coming out with Sami Zayn. 
we're, we're, are we really going to use this guy for something? Well, we've used Bad Bunny on on night one, yeah. right? So we have to have another celebrity to do something on night two. Uh, and Logan Paul, he's been kind of doing like some what boxing MMA yeah. type of stuff. So, I mean, that kind of all fits and ties into this whole uh, hard on that Vince has for MMA fighters turning pro wrestlers, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm not necessarily a fan of it. I, I guess the... the uh Welcome to the program, sir. Hello, Mr. Cornette. <laughs> um, so, yeah, last matchup for, for night two here, Carl. We're looking uh, Riddle yep. versus Sheamus uh, for the U.S. championship. Um, again, this is another matchup that could be very interesting, but, dude, I mean, we have Riddle who came in. I mean, he has a, like, had a great pedigree in the independent wrestling scene, and now he is a laughing stock in the WWE since he's come to the main roster. He's a joke for lack of a better yeah. term. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I really haven't been a fan of, of Riddle anyways since since the beginning. Uh, this whole, like, um, Rob Van Dam, skinny Rob Van Dam type of character of being freaking high all the time. Yeah. And, uh, y- you know, like, what the? F- what? Right. Oh. Right. I told you I'm heated this episode. I'm sorry, yep. but I and I almost said that f word that we don't like to use on this program. Yeah. But um, I mean, what is going on? I just my head hurts. Yep. And, and, and again, you know, right? We started with the first match on night one. We said, you know, this could become uh, kind of a, an ongoing theme uh, with these two nights here. And it's like every match I'm thinking, you know, okay, you know, th- there's a potential for some cool stuff here, but, but the potential has just not been capitalized on. You yeah. know, we, we crammed all the, the build into, like I said before, for the longest time since you and I started watching wrestling, we built up to WrestleMania over usually a year, sometimes even more depending yeah. on, on the, the people. But now we wait until WrestleMania is almost kind of starting and then we uh, go from there. Again, that's Vince McMahon just saying, hey, look at this. It's WrestleMania. Everybody going to watch because it's WrestleMania. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I have a feeling that, uh, I mean, uh, as interesting this is, just kind of see. Uh, I'm curious, uh, sir, uh, Mr. Cornett, is, is this actually you or is this one of our friends playing a late <laughs> April Fool's Day prank on us? <laughs> But because uh, when I saw the name pop up, I was like, okay, maybe. How's it going, maybe. sir? Good to see you on the Turnbuckle Talk. But uh, see, um, this year, this year, yeah. coming coming from Don, I, I it's got to be Don. Gotta Riddle be. is a joke. Can't remember his lines. Can't Dude. wrestle. Like, please, someone take Vince out of his job. <laughs> now, okay, Matt Riddle can can wrestle. Uh, oh, he, absolutely. He, have, he can. So, some, he does have absolutely. talent inside that ring. I do have to give him that. Okay. But yeah, when, when it, when it comes to remembering his lines, when it comes to selling, I will, I will even say he is not very good at selling. He has almost that same like Oscar stupid freaking grin on his face through absolutely everything. And maybe that's because he's so freaking high that he just can't remember Dude, what's going on. The problem, but- the problem is, the problem is, is that 
He's an independent wrestling guy. They, these guys aren't used to being scripted. They're, they're used to, you know, going to these shows and the promoters. Okay, you'll come and do your thing. And you want to do a little bit of something, that, that's fine. These guys are, aren't script readers. They're not actors. They're professional wrestlers, right? The, it, it, there was that segment that we mentioned before with him and Bobby Lashley. You know, again, a little bit of production's fault because the, 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 the camera is uh, aimed at the floor, Unfortunately, and you stomp on somebody's right foot, and then he reacts by grabbing the left foot. Uh, but uh, again, that's just because these guys are just kind of used to going out there and doing their thing, not being told, okay, you need to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this. A guy, a guy like uh, um, Riddle, who admittedly is a pot smoker, he's not going to remember all that shit. <laughs> right. Totally, totally oh, not, Cornette totally on kayfabe. He's a poor man's lunatic fringe, D, uh, basically Dean Ambrose if he was high. Um, you know what? Like that, that sounds exactly like something that uh, Jim Cornette would say here. <laughs> basically, Dean Ambrose, if Dean Ambrose was high as hell. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's the first uh, statement, sir. Hugs, hugs are always welcome. Yeah. Oh, good stuff there this week, Carl. Good stuff there this week. And some unexpected uh, guests in our, in our chat, which is always fantastic here. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. All right, man. Let's get to a little bit. Uh, do you want to take a break now, or do you want to do, get our breaking news segment out of the way now? Ooh, uh, let's take a break. I, I need a freaking break. <laughs> Carl Please. needs a hug. Uh, while we're doing that, let's hear from our friends over at CallerNobleBrand.com, and we'll be right back. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Dictionary defines hero as a person who is admired or idealized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. Being a hero in life is far more than words printed on a page. It takes an unwavering code, a compass that points true north always. And in times like these, it takes sacrifice. Hero shouldn't be a word defined by a dictionary. It's a word that should be defined by the best of us. Hero has a new definition. All right, guys, Carl Careful and Mighty Joe back here on Turnbuckle Talk. Uh, as you heard from our friends over at CollarAndElbowBrand.com, if you use our promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout, you can get 10% off your entire order over there. And if you're looking in the scrolling down below, you will see that as well. It is right there for you. JK Podcast, 10% off your entire order. Remember, that's not only on their new merchandise, but that's also on any clearanced merchandise as well. And I do want you to go and check out their autism uh, collar and elbow branded shirt that they have there. Uh, if you know someone or have someone in your life that that ha has autism, like myself, uh, go and pick up one of those shirts because they're they they look absolutely fantastic. And 
it always helps to support a good cause. Yes, absolutely. All right, Carl, let us get to, well, let me uh, find our segment here. Let us get to our breaking news. So the couple of things that I wanted to touch on are actually revolving around the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling and over with okay. the stardom as well. Uh, sure. Of course, uh, Osprey winning that IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. You know, they they changed that, literally changed the belt. There's been a lot of hoopla. Yep. Like I mentioned earlier, there's been a lot of hoopla around that, uh, kind of over- overriding some of the WrestleMania talk. And a lot of people not happy with the, uh, the new belt design, uh, myself included, our friend Michael Jargo, who is our New Japan expert, uh, also not a fan of the, of the new design. But for, for me, what, what bothers me more with that is kind of erasing the legacy of the other title uh, to, to replace this one is a part that kind of bothers me a little bit. You know, maybe they can correct that, but... Uh, um, because there's has been an outcry from a lot of New Japan friends uh, fans who are just not digging this whatsoever. Um, going along with uh, with him as well um, is his uh, his girlfriend is is uh, I don't know if he's married to to, uh, to her yet, but uh, Bea Priestley uh, leaving Stardom, and of course a lot of people the speculation right off the hop is AEW or WWE. Uh, for me here, Carl, where, where I would prefer to see her go would be either over to that Impact uh, Women's Division or the National Wrestling Alliance. I was going to say the exact same thing. NWA all the way, I think, would be amazing for Bea Priestley. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, when it, I, I just want to throw out there, when it comes to the uh, New Japan, uh, the new New Japan Championship, yeah. um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm okay with it because I, I was able to kind of watch and uh, see it unveiled. And, and then there was a little video package or, or whatever it was that kind of talked about every little piece that they took from version one all the way through to version five and included some of the intercontinental belt with the side plates on on the new championship to kind of tie everything all together. So I'm I'm okay with it. I think it looks nice. I'm I'm kind of a fan of the way that it looks and and knowing every little piece and part that was put together and, and the time that was put into doing that, it kind of gives me a little bit more respect for that championship, just knowing that it wasn't something that was just thrown together, that there was actual thought that was put into it. I'm done on that now. <laughs> for sure. Uh, you got anything for breaking news you want to touch on before we uh, move I, on? I do. What do you got, brother? This is, this is freaking huge right now. If you guys follow us on our social media at, TB Talk Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You will have seen that we shared out the Broken Skull Sessions mm, is returning nice. after WrestleMania, and the proverbial locked door has been <laughs> kicked down as we're actually going to have an AEW star on the Broken Skull Sessions with Chris. Jericho yeah. being the guest. Um, what? See, what's interesting is, and I actually uh, um, brought this up as well on uh, the Sunday brunch with our friends over at Love Wrestling, is that I wasn't quite as blown away by this as a lot of people were, just given that it's Chris Jericho. 
right? He parted right. ways with yeah, the company yeah, yeah. on good terms. Vince wished him well on his future endeavors. You know, Chris has always had a great relationship with Vince, despite some of the things that he said, which, uh, yeah. you know, we've touched on. We feel the same way. Chris feels the same way, as well as many others. But Chris is the type of guy that is always going to be welcome to do anything when it comes to the WWE. Uh, I mean, eventually, we know that he'll end up making his way back there, if for no other reason to be placed in the WWE Hall of Fame, just given everything he's done, including being the first undisputed champion who beat The Rock and Stone Cold on the same night. Right? Right? So... Before we move on, that's all the breaking news that I yeah. have. But before we move on, uh, Kevin Dunn. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. there are. We have touched on that before, <laughs> sir. Oh, I love Kevin Dunn. And then uh, Mr. Coronet here as well. Uh, the new IWGP and current WWE championships have lost that heritage factor. Um, Mr. Coronet saying that the AEW title looks old fashioned and it looks brilliant. See, now I know that's not actually corny because... <laughs> Mr. Cornette does not like AEW, so um, right. whoever whoever that is, um, I, I agree with what you said, but uh, I, I question your uh, your um, actual identity there, sir. But uh, yeah, but fair enough. Uh, well played, <laughs> sir. Well played. Um, yeah. Anything you got? Anything else for breaking news? I have nothing else for breaking news, my brother. Okay, cool. Let us get to our match of the week segment. All right, so for match of the week segment here, I think, you know, as per usual, you know, I kind of flipped a coin here. I'm going to let you go first on your match of the week because I'm still, or do you want, you want me to go first? Because I, th- I think maybe you're still thinking I, of yours. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly lost right now. Okay. I, I, I mean, and only because this, this past week has been, has been so very busy. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I'll, I'll just throw it out there sure. right now. The, uh, the arcade match. Mm. Uh, in, from AEW, uh, we saw the re- return of a few people uh, coming back to AEW. Um, the return of of Sue, mm, yep. Um, <laughs> right, uh, Chuck Taylor's mom. Yep. Uh, not not Chuck Taylor. Um, oh, why am I drawing a blank right now? I can't think of them either. I haven't watched in a couple weeks. So, the best friends. You oh, Orange, um, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Chuck and uh, Taylor. Trent, Trent uh, Beretta. Trent, yeah, yeah Trent Beretta. Yeah. Trent and Trent's mom uh, came back. Trent. Uh, oh, I did see that. Yeah, in mom's van, which was pretty fantastic. And then the return of Chris Statlander as well. Yes, that was good. Uh, the alien extraordinary. She's a star. Uh, 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 super cool, and yeah. I'm happy with that. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's my pick of the week. I I was I was I was okay. I was I was good with that arcade match that happened. The, the, they've got something there in that in that uh, Chris Statlander. Um, I think she she has a she has a cool look. She has a cool gimmick. Uh, she's good in that ring. Um, I think she's got a lot of the factors that you uh, you kind of want. So uh, they they need to uh, capitalize on that girl as soon as possible. So yes. All right. So yeah. for my match of the week. Segment is actually I'm uh, going back a little ways for uh, to 2018. Actually, I went back and watched this, and just because oh. I like to kind of go back and watch a lot of old matches because I like them better than a lot of the some new stuff. Um, we're talking uh, from the NWA 70th anniversary show, uh, the match for the um, the North American uh, uh, National Ch- Championship of theirs, uh, which okay. of course was um, uh, Mac versus um, what was it? Um, 
what's his name? Uh, Samuel Shaw. Uh, Shaw versus uh, Willie Mack uh, for that uh, national championship. That was one hell of a, of a uh, that was almost, I thought, even better than Cody and, uh, and all the switch. I mean, they, they did excellent as well. But uh, Willie Mack and Samuel Shaw, that, dude, that was an awesome match. That, that was really well done. That, that, that whole show, you know, despite, uh, well, you know, Mr. Cornett, you were there. You were in on those shenanigans, you know, there was yep. all the audio issues that they had. Um, other, I mean, even with that, it was still a fantastic show. And But but that match was the, the big standout for me. Uh, Sam Shaw versus Willie Mack. Go check it out if you can. Fantastic. And that national championship belt, gorgeous. Oh, yeah, definitely it is. Gorgeous. All right, man, let us get to our, because we're getting close to wrapping up here for this week, so let's oh, get yeah. to our Showstopper segment. So for our Showstopper segment uh, this week, and I, I kind of hinted at it earlier, that um, uh, Mr. Uh, Drew McIntyre was quoted as saying that, you know, that every match on WrestleMania is a main event. Now, again, I know there's people that, that can feel differently on this, but my take with this is, is that this just, it feels like, I don't know if you feel this is a fair comparison here, Carl, but it's like with kids at school now at like a soccer, like a track meet and everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a trophy. It, for, for me, just saying that every match is a main event, it just, it dilutes the whole thing. Is that a fair statement to make? It is a 100% correct and fair statement to make. You know, it's unfortunate. I mean, I I understand, you know, that Drew is saying this because, you know, he's a current employee. I I think that if he wasn't currently with the company, maybe his uh, story might be a little bit, or tune might be a little bit different here. I get that, you know, he's to put on a good face, but I don't agree with this thought process whatsoever here, Carl. I know some people have defended this saying, well, I mean, it's an honor. It's a privilege just to be at WrestleMania to have a match. And I understand that, but you still, there still needs to be a structure. You still need to, to start with not necessarily your quote unquote weakest match, but you start with your smallest match and you build to that main event. That's the, the big draw that everybody is there to see. Right. And, and Drew, unfortunately Drew's philosophy, it fits with uh, the, the WrestleMania card this year. It, it's all just, I, I can look at this and think that that is just what happened on raw or SmackDown. Like I look at that and right. I do not see WrestleMania card. It's all just a bunch of main events, quote unquote. You know what? You're right. right? Um, give me give me a second here. I'm yeah. just uh, and again and again. We're I'm, at what WrestleMania 37 now? Correct. Right? Yeah. Okay. You know, and, and again, I'm not being mean for the sake of being mean here, guys. Like I said, we're being critical because we want them to be better. I really want to get that point across because I know people like to, to say, oh, Joe, you're just hating for the sake of hating. That that just is not the case. Um, I just really want to make sure that it gets up there. Like, again, like not every match can be a main event. It just it, it can't work that way. It can't. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out then, okay? Yep. So we're at WrestleMania 37 right now. Let's go back to WrestleMania 35. 35. Okay, so 35. 36, 37. That's only two years ago, yes, WrestleMania. All right. So, Tony Nese versus Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. Main event? No. Match? No. Good match, but uh, not main event. Carmella versus Sarah Logan. No. I love Sarah Logan. Uh, but main event? No. 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 Okay. Uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Uh, versus uh, they actually defeated the revival. No. Um, main event match? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, Braun Strowman 
um, winning the 30-man Battle Royal, uh, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Was that? No, Royal Rumble Still not a main is event. a main event. Yeah. Uh, this 30-man Battle Royal isn't a main event. No. Uh, Seth Rollins defeated Brock Lesnar. Um, that could, yeah, That's definitely a main event. potentially be. Uh, AJ Styles defeating Randy Orton. That's a main uh, event. Two years ago, main events, right? Now, the Usos defeating Aleister Black and Ricochet and Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura and The Bar. That's not so a, a four-team, tag-team, fatal four-way. No, no, not main event, okay? Shane McMahon versus The Miz. I love The Miz, but no, not main event. No. Okay? Um, oh, here, here. This is a fatal four-way for the Women's Tag Team Championship. We're talking uh, Beth Phoenix and Natalia uh, versus Nia Jackson Tamina versus the Boston Hug Connection of Bailey and Sasha Banks and versus the Iconics, who actually won that matchup, by the way, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Is that main event? No. Okay, Kofi versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship. That's arguable. Arguable. Okay. Without the title, it's not a main event. Right, Triple H defeating Batista. That's two a main years event. ago. That's okay. a main event match. Right, Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre. That's debatable. Yep. Okay. Uh, Samoa Joe, uh, Rey Mysterio. That that could be almost inside of the bubble. Uh, that's a main event inside of the bubble. Yep. Um, we're uh, Triple H. Okay, we uh, Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, Baron Corbin defeating Kurt Angle. Sorry. No, unfortunately not. No. Main event. Finn Balor defeating Bobby Lashley for the uh, IC belt. Arguable. Arguable. Debatable, yeah. right? Uh, Becky Lynch defeating Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Okay, you know what? You can make an argument for that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which actually was the main event of yeah. the show. Um, so, okay. So now that's only two years ago. Yeah. What the Frick has changed in the last two years to make absolutely everything a main event. Yeah. I, 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 I honestly don't know. I, I think, uh, again, I, I think that they're, we're using COVID as kind of the excuse here. Not only was, is COVID the reason why we're not able to do a proper build toward WrestleMania, it's, well, we, we've got to give everybody their spot. We've got to give everybody a chance. Everybody wins. Nobody loses except for the fans. In this case. Yeah, the fans lose. The fans lose. The fans, the fans you, lose. Dude, to kind of wrap up this topic here, let's go back to looking at the WrestleMania card, all right? Yeah. Looking at this, you. and you see the price of tickets at two grand a piece. Are you buying a ticket? No. There you go, folks. No. There you go. There's your answer. <laughs> yeah, you can make an argument for for that as well, but uh, but yeah, I'm looking at, at this card and I'm thinking, two grand, not happening. It's not going to happen. Nope, not I'm at not going to buy a ticket for and, two grand. And you know what? Two grand is a low end yeah. price. That's if unlawed. you're if you're wanting the entire experience of WrestleMania, you're looking anywhere between you know twelve to seventeen thousand dollars, and that's just like. A little package with tickets, yeah. hotel, uh, airfare is generally not included in that, to my understanding. So you still have to do your own airfare. Yeah. 
food is not covered in that either. Um, but you're getting, you know, some pretty cool things. You know, yeah. usually the Hall of Fame ceremony, um, you know, the Raw, the SmackDown, Take the down. NXT show, yeah. the TakeOver show, the Mania yeah. show, uh, plus the chairs from each each event. Yeah. Uh, plus, you know, usually within the first uh, five rows is where you're seated uh, at these, uh, these yeah. shows paying that kind of a price. So, I mean, you do get a, a, a whole bunch of shit, but mm, I don't know. 2000 yeah for what we have right there on paper right now no not, no it, and it's again it's unfortunate you know and you know thankfully you know my match of the week is is uh very telling here carl is that they're outside of this there still is i want to again stress this there's so much great professional wrestling out there whether it be ring of honor whether it be major league wrestling whether it be impact whether it be Ignite Wrestling with our, with our friend Kim down in Florida, whether it be uh, Danny up here with CWE. I mean, there is just so so much great professional wrestling out there. You don't just need to, if you're like if you're like me, if you're like us, and you just aren't digging what you're seeing, don't just bitch about it on, on social media. Go watch something and, and experiment and find wrestling that actually makes you happy and that actually you can actually enjoy. That's what I've done. Oh, yes. Right? So, uh some cheap plugs there to all those wrestling companies. There's so much great content out there. Just, you know, again, we're being critical of WWE just because they're doing stupid stuff right now. And we just, we want them to improve. And hopefully, you know, our friends, Kevin Dunn and Mr. Jim Cornette will relay the message and say, WWE, you need to be better. That's right. Let's, let's hope. Yes. All right, Carl, let's wrap up here for this week. But before we do go, uh, let everybody know, uh, get, uh, the, the, the our, our usual plugs out of the way before we get going. And I'm going to let, uh, people know what's coming up on, uh, Turnbuckle Rewind this week. Definitely. Uh, we're on social media at TB Talk Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go and check those out. Generally, we post a lot more to our Facebook and our Instagram accounts, but I run all the social media, so it's sometimes a little difficult for me to make sure that everything is out there in all aspects. But do go and check out our social media pages at TB Talk Pod, as well our friends over at Collar and Elbow Brand. You saw the amazing commercial for them that we have playing. Go and check them out as well. Remember, JK Podcast at that checkout gets you 10% off your entire purchase. And if you're into health and workout supplements, go and check out our friends over at Phoenix at fnxfit.com. You can use our promo code over there, TBTalkPod, and you're going to get 15% off your entire order. They do have some great stuff over there. I have used their products. I enjoy their products. I enjoy the Super Greens. They are fantastic. Go and check out our friends over at FNXFit.com. Use that promo code TBTalkPod and get yourself 15% off your entire purchase. Absolutely, Carl. And for Turnbuckle Rewind coming up this week, dude, we got a good one. Uh, we're going back to 1997 with WCW Halloween Havoc. Uh, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Dude, I can't effing wait to talk about that match right? with you and uh, to watch it again. Dude, I've, I'm, I'm stoked for that one. We have, I've put it out there to uh, our, our group that we have for everyone yeah. within Love Wrestling and the reception yeah. to seeing that matchup was <laughs> mind-blowing. Yeah. It was fantastic to see the amount of people that are looking forward to this episode 
of Turnbuckle Rewind that's coming to you on Thursday. Yes, absolutely. And coming up the rest of this week, too. I mean, I know you've probably been getting some messages. I've been getting some of wanting to go on another podcast and stuff like that. It's going to be a busy week and busy upcoming weekend in the world of professional wrestling. So uh, looking forward to it. Hopefully, it's going to be some some good, some positive stuff so we can come back next week on Turnbuckle Talk and, you know, and uh, talk about all the great stuff that's happened. Let's hoping. hope. Hoping, hoping. All right, Carl, that wraps up here for this week, and we'll see you guys on the next one. that are going to be the beat. As you can tell in the background, we are out celebrating. That is what we do here at HittingTheMarks.com. And I invite everyone to continue to tune in to Turnbuckle Talk, but check out all of our other shows. We have content, especially led up by the flagship show. You can find that all at HittingTheMarks.com. Run. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.